This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. We don't have full control over who we're attracted to. That's part of the problem. Sometimes we're attracted to the wrong people. But we do have control over the investment lever. How much do I give to you? How much effort do I put in? I have full control over that. And just because I get attracted to you, it doesn't mean I should invest in you. It is hard to remember that how many hot assholes are out there? You know, <laughs> like there's, there's so many people that I'm like, oh, you are so fine. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, like if you just didn't talk, yeah, it'd be so much better. Yeah, or you're like, like, but they're my hot asshole. Right, they're <laughs> mine. They like me too. He's not an asshole to me Yeah, all of the time. Yeah, and I think sometimes too, there's a bit of flattery that feels like investment if a hot person is like giving you just like the bare minimum, uh-huh. you know, because you're like, oh, they think I'm hot too, yeah. you know? Literally just choosing to be out seen with you feels like an investment from a hot person. It does. Because you're like, well, you're hot. You could be out with so many different people, but you're coming out with me right Ooh, yeah Ooh. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Shooters Gotta Shoot. I am your co-host, Erica Sparrow. And I'm Molly DeMillier. And we've got a great episode this week, getting into some Matthew Hussey tips. It has been a minute since we've <laughs> talked with Hussey. Not talked with Hussey. I feel like we're <laughs> friends, though. Yeah. We have. We've talked to him. Yeah. He just hasn't heard us. Yeah. We've talked to him. <laughs> yeah, we haven't visited him in a minute. But he has, yeah. he has some good stuff about basically how to determine if someone's committing to you or if they're going to commit, mm-hmm. kind of how to get them to commit. It is cuffing season. Yes, perfect for this time of year. And the other thing that I really like about this video that I haven't really taken note of before, uh, this one is more recent. So yes. uh, it, he actually like kind of talks about COVID a little bit, uh-huh. it, which I think is really, really helpful because a lot of his stuff that we've used some of his videos are like five seven years old yeah he's been around for he, a minute. yeah he's been around yeah he's not young anymore <laughs> he still looks it though i need his skincare routine i don't know what he's doing yeah he's hot he's so hot <laughs> he's, he's so come hot. on the pod whenever you want i know matthew hussey get oh, in here and that accent i mean yeah i just i cannot <laughs> I I am unwell. Listen, it's probably part of the reason he's successful, but I do like oh, a, a lot of his part. advice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Real quick, I have a scenario for you. Okay. Up top. Lay it on me. All right. I have a friend. Okay. Dating a girl six months. He's like 99% sure he wants to end it. All right. Let's okay. end it. All right. Get out. She's coming to visit. It's a distance thing. Okay. All right. The whole thing oh. hasn't been distance. It's been distance for a few months. She is moving back to New York. In like two months. So a few months of a few months long relationship though. Yes. Okay. So that's a lot. But it's the reason he wants to break up with her is not distance. All right. Okay. So she's coming to visit for Halloween weekend. He got her a ticket to come visit. She's staying with him during the visit. Okay. He posed the question to me and two other women last night of, if I want to break up with her, when should I break up with her? Mm. Like, do I do it in person while she's here? Do I do it before she comes so that she doesn't come? Do I do it after the trip? He bought the tickets, right? He bought her the ticket to come. I feel like it's got, I don't think she should come. I'm in that boat. I would rather someone call me and be like, uh, and second thought, I don't think you should come this weekend. Yeah, because it's like, she's not going to be out any money, Mm -hmm. you know? And also, if you do it before you go out to all the Halloween parties, that's just awkward Mm -hmm. like that's gonna be miserable honestly that would probably cost her more money because she might go get a hotel yeah you know and just kind of be stranded or like have to go stay with friends and if you do it after she leaves she's going to think that she did something wrong Uh, like i know that if that was me and i wasn't i hadn't seen someone 
or even the times like I have been broken up with, I always think back to the last time that we were together and mm-hmm. think that there was like something that I should have noticed or that I did wrong that I could have fixed it. And it was all like kind of around this one moment, which which yeah. isn't true, but it's kind of this crazy psychological game that you play. Of course. You th- are you thinking the last time you felt like something was off? Yeah. And whatever that conversation or day was, you replay in your head. Yeah. And I think the other thing that could be super confusing about that situation particularly is so okay so say he waits until the end or after she goes home and ends it it's after a weekend that they've probably just had a really great time together because halloween weekend is just constant parties dressing up having a good time Mm -hmm. so or he might get trigger shy and not do it and then Uh elongate the relationship because like if you just have a really really fun weekend he might be like oh i'm crazy i shouldn't have been thinking like this and you have they're probably gonna have sex and mm-hmm. then it's now you're like eight months in and that's a different breakup mm-hmm. than the six month one. I feel like that's just an easy you can get out of. Yeah, it feels like, I, I mean, I've never been in a distance thing, right? But Same. it feels like <laughs> each trip of distance is almost as if there was just a holiday slash birthday that just happened. That there's kind of this thing of like, okay, if she comes out for the weekend, goes home, what, what am I going to believe you're going to pull the trigger that week? right i don't think you will because it'll be like well they were just here and how far is the distance ohio to nyc not like a crazy long flight i think it's only like a two and a half hour flight but they're not you know just driving down it's not like no no no, an hour drive or something like no she's gotta fly here yeah so they probably like you said are only seeing each other for around like big moments yeah a bit yeah which also inherently changes the dynamic of the time that you spend together Mm mm-hmm I just it's funny that you your first thought was if I got broken up with after a weekend of visiting someone you would think what did I do during that weekend that was wrong yeah my first thought would be like how long were you sitting on you knew you wanted to break up with me yeah because I would be like you should have you should have not had me come if you felt that way because I don't I don't like the idea of being around you and you being fake to me all weekend of like put it like it's like yeah you got to put on a happy face sometimes in relationships and life but that's the thing that's like oh you knew the whole time you were going to dump me right after this. Yeah. I think those are our personality different differences though of like mm. when something happens, my immediate thought is I fucked up and I get very like anxious of there's something they're not telling me that I did wrong. It depends. If we got in a fight during the trip and if it was something I did or maybe I felt like I picked a fight, then I would be, and then I would have that thought. But if this is a premeditated breakup, yeah, you know, the yeah. reality she that there's that. a fight. <laughs> Yeah, and also, like, if there's anything little that happens, Mm. he's not going to be invested enough at this point to have a fight. He's going to be like, well, whatever, it's over anyways. Yeah, or I was like, the other move is you have her come visit, and you you make it a bad weekend on purpose. That's sick. Uh, That is sick. That's like the middle school game, even high school game, I would say, of uh, I did that once, my high school boyfriend. I remember I just kind of (laughs) started being a little bit of a bitch. So I was like, he's got to see it coming. He's just like so happy and always in a good mood and so sweet and caring to me and i was always obviously sweet and nice back to him so then i was like i was like i'm gonna like just be a little short with him you know like because i felt because i couldn't break up to that sweet happy had no idea it was coming guy like i felt like it was nice to kind of you know it's like how people will naturally pull back like they'll be like they're they've been distant i feel like that's worse if you know you're gonna do it just to drag it out and like be a dick intentionally yeah I feel like that's worse. I mean, my method did work. He dumped me. <laughs> okay. But, but ever since then, I've never done that. Yeah. And that relationship taught me a lot. And I remember he came and dropped something off at my house and then was like, oh, do you want to come over and hang out? And I like made up some excuse. And mm-hmm. my mom heard me at the front door because this was before cell phones. Mm-hmm. And he leaves. And then my mom, I think she heard me being like a little short and bitchy. And she <laughs> came out around the corner and she just goes, if you don't want to date them anymore, break up with them. Yeah, that's she the goes. That's okay thing. if you don't want to date them anymore, yeah. but just like don't do whatever this is. Yeah, like she was like, I could tell you don't, and I'm like, yeah, I don't. Like- yeah, <laughs> it's a, it really is the nicest thing that you can do to somebody is if you don't want to be with them to let them go. Yeah, because also, I mean, like, fully let them go. Don't keep contacting them. Yes, yes, a hundred. Let it go. Yeah, you're not their friend. <laughs> you should not be friends. <laughs> But I mean, like you were 16, really like no harm, no foul. Yeah. But, first real boyfriend. You know? Yeah. That's okay. No one's going to hold it against you. Yeah. But these people, I would assume they're about 30. 
And so what do we... Con- Dude, the guy is, the guy is like 40. Yeah. So yeah. what do we constantly say of like, don't be a time suck. Don't be yeah. someone who wastes my time. Because, time thief. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. TikTok is the time suck. Uh-huh. Men are the time thieves. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay. Nailed it. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's, that's a male phrase. Time yeah. Thief. Yeah. Yeah. What do you it just? What do you think the friend is ultimately gonna do? Are they still kind of kicking it I don't think. I don't think. Because uh, he he looked at me when I was like, "Do it now." I was like, "You got to make that call now." Yeah. And I was like, "Just make the reason that you don't you don't see it going the long haul. You yeah. don't want to keep leading it on, et cetera, et cetera." All right, so uh, listeners, uh, tag this to your story <laughs> and say with the caption, "Do it now." <laughs> and, uh, maybe this friend will get the message, and we can save this poor woman. Break up now. <laughs> yeah it's just it just breaks my heart to like hear the other end of like someone being like i know i want to end it and i just it just breaks my heart if i'm like oh i'd hate to be that girl yeah of just like you know i was like you know like you're acting like you don't know but you know i'm like it's done i mean having been blindsided by space jam like Mm -hmm. it sucks and but the thing that i am so grateful for is that it happened so quickly like at the time i was like this is awful uh-huh. but having it just him making the decision so quickly it did save me from like just having more to get over because the more time that you're together the more things you have that you need to just recover from yeah and including a really fun weekend together yes that's gonna mess up her head uh-huh Ugh, do it now do it now <laughs> I'm I don't think he's, he's not gonna do it but <laughs> I'm in, I'm in the boat of do it now. Give me your number. I'll do it. Yeah. Cause also like you said, it makes you follow through the conversation. If the beginning is just, I don't think you should come visit this weekend. Yes. Like clearly something's up. Yes. Just end it. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the boat to end it. End it when you want to end it. Yeah. Realistically, we all maybe wait a week or two to Space like really be sure. He waited about four hours. All right. Well, <laughs> I guess that is, that is a good quality of Space Jam. Yeah. We'll yeah. say it's a quality that hurts, but it is good in the end. Yeah. I just had this thought 10 minutes ago. <laughs> How would you go fuck yourself? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry I keep bringing up topics that <laughs> pinpoint space. I don't know. I think it's kind of funny. I'm dead inside. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Uh, well, before we get to the meat of our episode, we are sponsored, everybody, by SunsetLakeCBD.com. Get all your CBD needs there. Uh, use our promo code SGS20 for 20% off the entire site. They got everything. Man, I really needed it after today. Oh, we yeah. had a we had quite the day, guys. Uh, the Instagram yeah. was hacked. We got it back, mm-hmm. but uh, it was quite the roller coaster. And I am going to just like I think use it as mouthwash at this point. Like <laughs> maybe soak my contacts in it. I don't know. I'm like yeah. I'm, my anxiety was so so high all day. Yeah, I just I think I'm just gonna take a little bubble bath and some CBD. Yeah, Sunset Lake CBD. I'm definitely gonna take some CBD uh, before the next time I go back into the office because I think I indirectly told my whole office that I have herpes. (laughs) 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 Because (laughs) because I flagged the account getting hacked immediately to the entire staff Slack channel because I was like, we got engineers in here. This is a tech company. Someone help me. Maybe someone knows someone at Instagram. And I just was like, my Instagram was hacked. They got everything. They got the email, the phone, the password. Everything has changed. Like, I cannot get access to it. Does anyone have any tips? And then they were like, what's the handle? We can all go see and report the account. And I dropped the handle. And then I was like, oh (laughs) herpes (laughs) there's like a herpy highlight reel right up there you know there's a lot going on hashtag Uh, herpy highlights (laughs) (laughs) so so that'll be fun um it'll be interesting uh but you know it also was kind of impressive like i do work at a social media company and i'm like hey listen i built a following over here yeah don't mind don't pay attention to what's written and what the content is yeah just appreciate it give us a follow huh (laughs) i had just come off a dinner with colleagues uh so similar to you i'm a little embarrassed of i you know work at a podcast company and i kind of let the cat out of the bag that we have a legit podcast because you know when people say they have a podcast you're kind of like oh i want to drown myself Mm -hmm. from this conversation this Mm -hmm. is awful um but then they were like oh that's like real because someone said to me they're talking about another someone we have as like a client and they're like yeah like they're you know a big deal they were on we met at acme <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like i was on we met at acme yeah. <laughs> this girl like basically spat out her drink and i was like hello hello <laughs> yeah. and so then it was like everyone was like oh my god molly has like a real podcast and i was uh-huh. like i sure do um and then today i was like i don't 
I need help. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, my, everything has been taken from me. <laughs> they were just like, what is going on? I know. We, the, the gods heard. The gods heard and they wanted to uh, humble us a little bit. Yeah. So anyway, down. we coped with Sunset Lake CBD today and you should cope with Sunset Lake <laughs> CBD as well. And use our promo code SGS20 for 20% off. Uh, and if you want uh, better discounts and extra prizes and extra tea on the pod, a nice behind the scenes, uh, join us on the Patreon, which is patreon.com slash shooters got to shoot. We got a lot of juicy stuff going on over there. Yeah, we do. Oh, my God. It's it's a wild time. Oh, yeah. You really find the inner networkings of the podcast world back there. Yeah. Let me do. just say that. Yeah. So it's Dude, fun. And the Patreon gang, they're some of the most loyal people. Today, they were messaging, they were trying to send us money to oh, like, yeah. <laughs> buy the ransom from the hacker. Everyone's like commenting on everything of just, you know, making mm-hmm. sure we're good. So it's join the fam. I know. It's I enjoy a, the conversation. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's like buying us a coffee every month and you can buy, uh, buy the whole year and you get 10% off. So. Mm-hmm. Head on over patreon.com slash shooters gotta shoot. Yeah, do it. All right, you ready? For now hussy? let's do hussy. All right. I'd love to do hussy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tempt me with a good time. Yeah. You wanna do hussy? Yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> yeah. The first uh, video we're gonna be breaking down from Matthew Hussey is called Two Secrets That Get Him to Commit to You. Here's the reason why people get so hurt in early relationships they decide that they like a guy. And having decided that they like the guy, they invest an incredible amount in getting him to like them back. In other words, they give them their heart. I decide I like you or love you, and I say, here's my heart, it's yours, it belongs to you. This is not a romantic concept. We've been led to believe that this is romantic, that I can just abdicate responsibility and take no accountability for myself. Just give myself over to you and see what you do with my feelings and my emotions. So I have a thought right out the gate. Okay. Um, I love that he started out trying to be so neutral and said, this is a mistake that people make when they start <laughs> dating. And then immediately goes, they decide they like a guy. Uh-huh. And they say, and like it switches immediately. Mm-hmm. So he's just like, he's trying so hard, yeah. but he's just, he might as well start with listen, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. It is his main audience is yeah. women. You know, It's just so clear of like, okay, mm-hmm. women get too invested too quickly. I would say men do this as well, but his audience is women. But I feel like for men, it's okay for them to get invested too quickly because it's, they're supposed to be the ones chasing. Right. And it more so will work out for them. But Mm -hmm. I I think he's mansplaining a little bit here. (laughs) I love hussy, but that's exactly what's happening. (laughs) And I would just like it to be known. (laughs) Uh But Uh, it's, but it is hard. It is because there is the excitement behind it too. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes too when like it's not met as much or or even like when it is you kind of want to just keep fueling the fire if you will yep and then sometimes it's just too much too fast and it's like okay well how do you kind of get off this hamster wheel now if you're Mm -hmm. just doing the most because then when you pull back the other person might be like wait like what just happened so i don't know what were your thoughts um i mean it's hard of like say you're doing online dating like really trying it so you're actively going on let's say two dates a week trying to go on two dates a week yeah. right one to two dates a week so you're constantly meeting people then mm-hmm. you finally have somebody that you're like oh i really liked that person mm-hmm. it is very hard to not just want to talk to that person for yeah. a lot of people not everyone but for a lot of people yeah i can't do it it's tough it's yeah it's really hard i'm a very one track mind kind of person like when i'm into somebody i'm all into them yes and i also i think this is also a lot of people have just i don't really have time to balance a bunch of people in a bunch of different conversations mm-hmm. i don't want to do that i'm tired i'm trying to get my instagram accounts back <laughs> <You know? laughs> and so when i am invested in someone that is kind of where my mind goes so sometimes i think i tend to think too much into it and think yeah. it's further along than it is um do you also feel like you have less of a concept with of time with dating and when you like someone what do you mean like i don't think so much how long i've how many dates i've gone on that with them or do you mean like when i'm talking with someone sometimes i'll feel like we've just talked for like like and it's a good connection i feel like i've known them longer than i have and yes. i'll look back and i'll be like Oh, it's been like a month yes like fucking chill uh-huh 
and which i think then can be really hard is when you do feel like you have this good connection Mm -hmm. and then you have to really have this gut check of oh the time isn't there yet Mm -hmm. which i don't know it's it's a tough balance yeah and that's why also communicating a lot via like texting fucks with your head it does because it makes you feel like you really know them and that's something that like matchmaker maria with her 12 date rule she was like so many people are shocked when i'm like i don't care how long you've been texting this man this doesn't count towards my 12 date rule whatsoever right she's like that's that's not really you connecting with them and getting to know them yeah the older that i get the more i like not texting someone Mm -hmm. a lot and sort of building to it because it is I feel like a fake emotional connection because it does feel like you're really building something with someone and then you're it's just very shocking then when you're like oh it's this is a very different relationship yeah and it makes it harder to pay attention to the like don't pay attention to what they say but what they do yes like showing you some attention being via texting or Instagram DMing, sending you memes, whatever it is, is like the easiest way, the lowest effort way to give you attention. Yeah. And I think also it's easy to read something how you want to read it. Uh-huh. Um, like I think, who is it? Um, Key and Peele. Oh, yeah. They have a really, really great thing with... I love that just, sketch. Yeah. It's a great sketch about uh, just reading tones on texting. And this one has to do with like a fight, but the one person thinking that they're you know uh just having like a really nice conversation the other one thinking they're being an asshole Uh but i think it can be applied to dating of just overthinking how nice someone is being because you like them and you want to think that they're Mm -hmm. like saying something super super nice to you yeah when they might just be like yeah i'd like to hang out Mm -hmm. if you ask them a question instead of like yeah i'd really like to hang out those are two very different responses yeah and you can trick yourself Mm -hmm. all right well there's a point I want to talk about, but he gets to it, like, right now in the video. So. All right, let's do it. Let's move. I want you to understand that there are two levers in falling in love. One is attraction. Attraction is when we actually decide that we like someone, that there's something to admire about them, that there's a spark between us, and so on. Then there's the investment lever. The investment lever is how much do I invest in you? How much do I give to you? How much effort do I expend in pursuit of you or with you? That's investment. So attraction and investment, these two levers are side by side. Most people, when they feel a little bit of attraction, they yank down the investment lever. They say, oh my God, I'm attracted to someone. Even a little bit, I'm gonna start trying as hard as I can to get them to like me. This is bad because when you yank down the investment lever and they don't come with you, their attraction for you goes down. What we have to realize is the attraction lever is much more volatile. We don't have full control over who we're attracted to. That's part of the problem. Sometimes we're attracted to the wrong people. But we do have control over the investment lever. How much do I give to you? How much effort do I put in? I have full control over that. And just because I get attracted to you, it doesn't mean I should invest in you. There is a difference. We have to be steady hand with the investment lever. Even if the attraction lever is really volatile, we have to be really steady hand with this. Oh, I'm attracted to you? Okay, let me invest a little. Do you invest back? Oh, you did? Okay, let me invest a little bit more. Because investing full on never made anybody like us. If anything, it just scares people away or it shows them that they can use us and treat us badly. Some people invest all of their time. Other people invest their bodies and their intimate in ways that they really only want to be with someone that they're really partners with, but they're doing it with this person because they really like them. Introducing this person to their family or their friends or by missing work for them or by helping that person with a project that they can help with. They try in all of these ways to invest because they think that that's what will make the difference. This is a very hard truth for a lot of people, myself included. Yeah. Because I'm a, I'm a very, like, if I'm, I'm into you, I'm attracted to you, it's like, it's, that's, that's very hard. Yeah. The attraction gets tricky, and I think it's, it is hard to remember that how many hot assholes are out there, you know? <laughs> like, there's, there's so many people that I'm like, oh, you are so fine. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, like, if you just didn't talk, yeah. it'd be so much better. Yeah, or you're like, but they're my hot asshole. (laughs) Right, they're mine. They like me too. He's not an asshole to me Yeah, all of the time. Yeah, and I think sometimes too, there's a bit of flattery that feels like investment if a hot person is like 
giving you just like the bare minimum uh-huh. you know because you're like oh they think i'm hot too yeah you know literally just choosing to be out seen with you feels like an investment from a hot person it does because you're like well you're hot you could be out with so many different people but you're coming out with me right Ooh. yeah Ooh. ah yeah. Uh, but it's so, it's just so true of like, whether it's like the physical attraction or just like, like that pull you feel towards people mm-hmm. because it's like you, you want to not only be with them, but like the thing he said, especially that so many women do is the helping thing. Yeah. And so many women will all of a sudden start being this like big help, whether it's like to that person's career mm-hmm. or like literally to like basic things in their life. Yeah, I've made this mistake before. Mm-hmm. And, we uh, all have. Yeah. And I think the thing that he talks about of, like, someone, like, taking advantage of you or, like, m- like taking sort of, like, your investment too far, mm-hmm. that can almost feel like them meeting your investment. But that's just because they accept your help doesn't mean that they're investing more in you. Yeah. Like, what are they doing for you once you make that investment? Mm-hmm. And I think it can be really hard to have that self-awareness and actually like self-love that like you deserve something back oh yeah this this just reminds me of like um it's actually something my grandmother would say because she got divorced um (laughs) (laughs) so she she knows yeah she would always say you don't want to be the person that loves more you want the other person to be the person that loves more and this is a very like rules mentality right Mm -hmm. But even like if you break down that quote to a more simple level of like, think of when you've had friends or family members, whoever in relationships, and you can clearly see one person is the one always doing all the work and like helping the other person. Yeah. And like making the other person happy. And then you're like, okay, but what did they do for you? And a lot of times it's nothing. Right. And it's like that, that's heartbreaking to say, especially when it's like your friend, you're like, you don't see it because you like this person, but we all see it. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so hard to watch. Mm Mm-hmm. There is something, though, about this that Hussy doesn't give me here. Okay. And usually I don't strike down Hussy videos, so I don't know if I'm just in the mood tonight. Okay. But he doesn't tell us examples of what those small investments in the beginning are. Mm. And I do think and he makes a reference of sleeping with someone too soon towards the end of that argument. So it's like, okay, what are the... In- examples of small investments that you can be making in in someone to show that you're interested without being too much too fast Mm -hmm. i think it's more like okay yeah obviously when you like someone you're gonna naturally maybe do something for them do Mm -hmm. a little thing maybe it's like for a date you're like hey come to my apartment i'll cook dinner so that's like you doing something some type of work that's like a nice thing for the person right Mm -hmm. that you take the lead of planning the date doing something nice if you're always the one doing those nice things and the other person isn't ever doing something thoughtful like that, then it's like clear, like you're investing. They're not investing. Okay. Like you're the one making the plans. They're the one that just shows up. That's how I would see it. So I feel like it's like, yeah, obviously like do something nice. You're into that person. It's new. It's exciting. Right. Yeah. Then see if they do something for you. It's like with initiating texting. It's so simple of like, yeah, you're initiating texting. And then, you know, a lot of people don't want to never text them because then the fear is I'm not going to hear from them. And it's like, well, that's the most telling thing. Right. And he does have another concept. I don't think he talks about it in this video, but it's his theory of being in the blue. Yeah. Um, and so what he says is like, think about how much you're texting someone. And mm-hmm. I, I think that's a great example of a small way to invest in someone yep. is communication. And being in the blue is like if most of the communication is you sending messages to them and then they're giving you like, one text or just like one word answers Mm -hmm. then it's you're in the blue you're investing too much they're just simply existing yeah not not giving you much you know what i think is the most simple example Hmm. is say the first date you go they come to your neighborhood Mm -hmm. the next date they invite you to their neighborhood yep and if you're like ah you you know it's not convenient or whatever like if you don't go like if you don't go to their neighborhood that's such a clear like simple thing yeah, I think that's a really good example. Um, and it also shows of like, okay, if we are to build a relationship, mm-hmm. this is always, this is where the relationship exists. And it's yeah. not outside of this zip code. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've had that. I, I think honestly, when we lived in Queens, it was so much easier to tell because you're like, yeah, if a guy comes to Queens, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Re- he's India. He's willing to get, yeah. yeah, but most, most will not go. It's just, uh, there was that viral TikTok thing I saw, and it was someone's theory saying, whoever's 
apartment or house you're at more in the relationship is the person that holds the power in the relationship. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) and I think that's such a hard truth for everyone to hear. That's true. Or what's hard about New York is just like, well, you could sit there and go, well, I have a roommate. They don't have a roommate. So obviously we would go to their place more because we don't feel, you know, in someone else's space. Right. So it's like, sometimes there's little things like that where you're like, eh, but the truth is just like, if there's a vast difference of how many times you're at your place versus theirs, I think that's a very telling sign. Yeah. And I think those do end up being a little bit of excuses that we make when we like someone. Because when I dated Space Jam, I had the exact same thoughts. I was like, well, Uh you know, at the time, the- Sam and Eggs Benedict. Yeah. The apartment that we had, we didn't have a living room. It was the thick of COVID. So all of his roommates had left. He just had this three bed to himself. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is great. But when I look back, I realize that at the beginning, he would come out and like come to our apartment mm-hmm. and he said he didn't care. That it was fine. And then there was all of a sudden a shift where I was going there every time. And it was like actually more of a financial investment, too, because mm-hmm. it, I was taking Ubers there every time back and forth. And so I was just, you know, making excuses in my head of, well, you know, I'm not going out to bars because it's COVID. So like, this is like not having a bar bill and, Mm -hmm. you know, he's buying the dinner. So it's like, we're even, but it's like, no, he's still never making the gesture to come to you. Mm -hmm. I think that's very telling. Yeah. I think that's a very telling in the beginning uh, thing for no matter what gender, no matter who you date, what just, yeah. It's like, do they come to your neighborhood? as much as you go to their neighborhood. Because also I find that in a city like New York, what will tend to happen too is then when you move in together, it's in that person's yep. neighborhood. Is yep. They end up winning the argument. And this this happens all the time. If you hear a couple say mm-hmm. like, no, we're never, I'm never going to move to Brooklyn, never going to do it. Uh-huh. They're going to end up coming to Manhattan. Nope. Nope. They will, if that's where you're spending your time, you will be in Brooklyn within a year. Yeah. I promise you. Uh-huh. The thing that really gets people attracted is when they realize that in order to get our investment, they have to invest too. It's for that reason, by the way, that I hate the metaphor of giving our heart to somebody because I really believe that our heart isn't a possession. Our heart is a place. It's a place that someone can visit. Depending on how much they've invested, they can access some parts of it and not others. And if they want to access more of our heart, more of this wonderful place, then they have to invest more. Some people, they invest enough to become a permanent resident uh, of that heart, of that place. When we like someone, stopping ourselves from investing can be very, very difficult, but it doesn't have to be complex. There are right moments to invest and right moments to pull back. Knowing the difference is what will absolutely control someone's attraction for you, how much they want you, and how much they see you as genuine relationship potential. Okay, that was the one thing I forgot from earlier of him saying, when you do actually invest a ton, like when you make that decision, you just invest a lot, how Mm -hmm. it often turns people off. Mm -hmm. That I think is a very valid point. Yeah, because it scares them off. And I I think that's very true. And I think that happens to both men and women of, Uh I mean, the, the people who I have been least attracted to, I think tried the hardest to get me. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it's too easy. You know, like this yeah. is just, it's, it kind of gets annoying. The point he made in the second part is also me sitting there being like, oh yeah, it's also like, I want to feel like I got to work for it a little bit. Yeah. Everybody wants to feel like they had to put a little work in to get this other person. And also this feeling of you don't just do this to everybody. Exactly. Also that. Because, you know, sometimes I'm sitting there and just like, you don't know me. Mm-hmm. Like, what has you so excited? Yeah. Like, I, it's throwing me off because it just feels disingenuous. And also, like, I might really disappoint you because whatever this is, uh-huh. it's not about who I am really as a person because there's no way you've gotten below the surface. Mm, very true. I think that's a really, really good point. Yeah, I think of it, for me personally, it's like a basic level of like, how much effort do I put into my appearance when I'm going to go see this person? Mm, yeah. But for me, I'm like, oh, that's when I know I really like someone is when I'm like, all right, I re- I want to show up looking real good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You like, know, whereas yeah. like I've had the dates where I'm like, yeah, whatever. He wants me like I'll just yeah. roll up. Oh, for sure. I'll just roll up in my work clothes, like not care. Like, yeah. You know. Yeah. Bags under my eyes. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so true. I actually just had a friend texting me that she was going out with a guy and 
starting to realize as she was getting ready to go out that it was a date and like she didn't mean for it to be a date so mm. she's kind of like shit so then she texted me after she was like i was late and i showed up with wet hair she's like i think he got it <laughs> <laughs> i was like god i hope so uh, unfortunately he might not <laughs> have but yeah, you never know no. you never know um you know what i think about really with this kind of stuff and that i actually personally need to be better about okay is when i was a little kid my mom would say to me with friends it, she like taught me vocabulary she was like the word reciprocate Ooh. she was like that means that if you do something for someone you invite a friend over to play at the house they need to invite you to because she mm-hmm. was because uh, especially for me more so than my brother and sister because we moved to my new house when i was two and they put in a pool and so my mom was like, you will be taken advantage of because kids will come over here and use that pool. She's mm-hmm. like, your real friends will invite you to go play at their house, whether or not they have a pool or not. And so that was something that I really always based my friendships on of, OK, who invites me? Mm-hmm. And it was something I was always very conscious about of making sure that when I got invited somewhere, I invited someone back. Yep. And I think that applies to relationships of, OK, if again, like the neighborhood date. If we mm-hmm. go out in their area, then, okay, will they come to mine? Or, you know, is mm-hmm. there this give and take? Yeah. Because that's that's how relationships work. And that's how you build a relationship, not just dive headfirst into something with a stranger. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and even like adult friendships. I think the strongest friendships that I have are things that have built and not just been like, oh, we, you know, hang out every second and only go to parties together all the time. And, you know, we know so much about each other. I'm like... Yeah, I'll go get fucked up with those people, but <laughs> they don't know shit about me. Yeah. The ones who I talk to and have real conversations with, it is a back and forth on those things. And mm-hmm. those are real, genuine relationships. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. So we have another quick video that he breaks down this kind of investing a little bit. And it's called How to Know If You Should Keep Trying With Him. This one is gendered, but I would say it would be for either. Invest in those who invest in you. Don't invest in someone based on how much you like them. But there is a challenge to this that I think is interesting because it adds a little nuance. Someone could easily say, but Matthew, and by the way, someone did say this. I was on a podcast with Lisa Bilyeu. She said to me upon hearing this, I love that, but doesn't that get you into a kind of standoff with someone where you're both holding your gun getting waiting for the other person to draw before you do anything can it lead to a situation where relationships are simply transactions where you wait for somebody else to invest before you do anything at all this is where a principle comes in to temper this idea we have to invest and then test invest then test in other words give a little and then see if they move a little to meet you where you are I think about this from the first moment you meet someone, you know, you see someone in a coffee shop, it's like you both, maybe you both are attracted, you both want to talk to each other. One person at some point has got to make it easier on both of you, right? Someone has to take responsibility for making it a bit easier. So what happens? Maybe one person goes and sits close to that person, right? I know we live in a world now where the idea of going and sitting close to someone seems like a thing of the past, what an anachronism. You go sit somewhat close to that person. That person, oh, this person I was making eye contact with is now sitting kind of close to me. Now one person says, you're all right, you know, I like that, what what you've ordered there looks delicious. And then, oh, it is delicious, I've had it before. How are you? What's your name? Now you've got a conversation that's happening because both people, they put in a little bit, put in a little bit. Sometimes in the beginning, one person has to overcome another person's shyness and do something a bit more drastic. Go over and just start talking to them because this person is never going to come over of their own volition. That happens at that stage. Then there's the later stages of, okay, when we're in the texting phase, I need to look and see as Jameson and I have talked about previously in a video, am I in the blue? That's a form of taking a leap of faith that, well, I like someone, so I'm going to let them know about it and I'm going to see how they respond. But then actually paying attention to the response. Is the investment equal or do you always feel like you're the one investing a lot more than that person is? Invest, then test. I don't mean test in the manipulative game playing sense. Simply measure, like, what's the reaction? Okay, so we broke down a little more of like... What's the investment and how do you, I guess, judge and wait? Yeah. And I do like that at the end, he said, don't do it in a manipulative way. Mm -hmm. Because I 
do you think it's very much feeling somebody out Mm -hmm. versus like okay what are they gonna do for me which i think it can very easily kind of get in that toxic space Mm -hmm. of i did this why am i not getting this which right like yeah you have to play uh, to a degree Mm -hmm. but it is more of just like feeling their vibe yeah and just not moving too fast a big thing too i remember i just just saw a clip recently from the movie the breakup oh good movie and their big kind of like last fight jennifer aniston's just being like i do all these things and she like lists all this stuff she does and she's like i have done everything i've could i've really tried and i feel like you don't even like appreciate all these things i do for you mm-hmm. and i feel like that's another form of it of like down the line of just being like oh i feel like i'm always the one doing these thoughtful things or like making your life easier and there's no part that i feel like you're making my life easier yeah and i or even appreciating what i'm doing right and i think you need to not feel that way at the onset because there's a very strong likelihood that the rest of the relationship is going to take that tone Mm -hmm. and then in your head you're going to be keeping score and that's where you get in a really toxic place right because when you do something for someone you should do it because you just generally want to right like if you're doing everything and then yeah just keeping score or being like i did this for you so what are you gonna do for me it's like no that's not really loving someone right but then that's also why you'll get blinded by like oh wait i'm the one doing all the work and i didn't realize that right and i think what can be so hard though is like okay yeah good people when you like someone you'll do something to help them out if it's someone you like romantically just as a person you know whatever so i think it can be hard to understand like how much help is too much help Mm -hmm. and when you maybe shouldn't over like when when do you start to help someone or like i you know what i'm saying yeah the help especially but i feel like if it's something small like the easiest thing i think of is like if you're going to someone's apartment Mm -hmm. and you're like i'm on my way is there anything you want me to pick up on my way yeah. I feel like that's a very nice, simple, easy, helpful thing that like I say that to friends. Right. And that's not something that's crazy. Right. Right. I mean, I would think they're not going to give you a crazy request, but maybe it's just like, oh, stop by Dwayne Reed and get, you know, a mixer because I have this booze. Right. They're not going to be like, bring the Dom Perignon. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, if they do, that's very telling. I'm like, oh, something came up. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I can't make it anymore. Uh, <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, uh, yeah, if it was something like, I don't know, like introducing them to some like big connected person and maybe their industry or somewhere they want to work it's like yeah that's a really big thing that it's like wait a minute is this person worth you like suddenly shelling out all your resources for yeah and then it gets sort of tangled up when it is like at work is a great example um it gets sort of mixed up of like then they that person does still have to talk to you and be in your good graces if yes. you're making some sort of professional jump or connection for them. Mm-hmm. So that's really confusing for you of, is this the only reason this is staying around? Yeah, or the only reason they're interested in me. Yes. Especially if it's something like, did they know this the whole time? So that's, it's tricky. Yeah, or I'd say a rule of thumb for help is just like, is the person asking for my help? Yeah. Because a lot of times people also just don't want help unless they're asking you for it yeah don't meddle yeah no don't do not do that Mm -mm. because it's also i do i do feel like in the early stages of a relationship you shouldn't really be knowing about someone's current problems yeah as much like they should have their own people that they go to for help or be solving the problems on their own instead of going to you Mm -hmm. and i think that's a little bit where people can get sort of like diced up because you're texting so much that I don't know, like say, I don't have anybody to text right now, but if I had a bad day, I would have told them that our Instagram stuff got stolen. Yeah. You know, of just blowing off steam and like, what the fuck am I going to do? And because that's also the person at your disposal to talk to. Yeah. And I think that can easily happen when you're just talking to someone too much too early. Mm-hmm. And then they, they kind of know too much. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's a weird dance. Yeah. It's a weird dance, but neither of us have nailed it no that's why it's hard i mean that's why i made a second video kind of on the same topic where he's like all right now everyone's being like well how much do i invest and what how do you measure that you're not doing too much yeah and it's like look it says invest and test because it's you know it's catchy yeah it's easy to remember right but i just feel like it's like yeah i think it's i think of it as simple as just like initiating 
Because it's the same of like, uh, you know, you give the example of like, you someone had to move to somebody in the coffee shop to talk first, right? Yeah. Same with like, you DM someone first. That's why a lot of times the best DMs, everyone's like, go something simple. Yeah. And it's just like, if they want to talk to you, they're going to talk to you. Yes. Or it's the same as like, out in public. You say something of like, hey, blah, blah. Oh, like, oh, I really like your shoes. That's a good line for guys, you know? Just like, hey, oh, I really like those shoes. And if they're just like, oh, thanks. And they don't try to continue the combo at all. It's like, all right, well, there's your answer. Right. If they wanted to keep talking to you, they would say something back. Right. Or ask you some kind of question. Yeah. I want to know a funny story about a situation like that. What? I was at a super crowded bar one time and this super hot guy said something to me and I said something sarcastic back. I had my hair up in like a half bun. So he said something about it, how it like, it looked like a, I don't know. Something he said was like really dumb. And I was like, so it looks like a, a regular fucking bun. <laughs> and it just was like really rude back to him. But it was so crowded. He couldn't get away from me and stop talking to me. So he felt like he had to talk to me. So anyways, we then just get into what I think is great banter. We hook up that night. We end up hanging out for a couple weeks. I think things are going great. And then finally he told me, he was like, yeah, like I get that you're funny now. He was like, but at the time I just, I couldn't get away from you. <laughs> he was like, I did not. He was like, I guess it kind of worked out, but he was like, no, I, I hated you. That's <laughs> so funny. Yeah. You're like, you had to talk to me. So yeah. I was standing right there. Yeah. He was like, it was Phoebe's at like around mm. Halloween. I think it was Halloween weekend. Mm. So it was just like packed in like sardines. You literally couldn't move. That's so funny. And he was like, I just, it was impossible to get away from you. That's <laughs> hilarious. I was like, wow. It's like, I had to give you a second chance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I would be like, you definitely didn't. Yeah. No, he really didn't. I just mm. was drunk and kept talking and... <laughs> He laughed, I think, because he was just uncomfortable. Yeah, I was shit. like, I'm nailing it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. All right. There's like one more part of this video. Let's, Let's do it. Let's see what it says. In dating in general, I think one of the big problems is we don't do enough communicating, but we do too much chasing. Communicating is letting someone know that you like them. I find you attractive. I'd love to hang out sometime. I'd love, we should go for a coffee or I'm, I'm, I'm into you. You know, I, I like something about you or you look cute in that, that top or whatever. That's communicating. What I'm doing there is showing that I like you. Chasing is when you continue to invest in someone, you continue to keep chasing them, to keep giving them energy long after the point of having already communicated that you like them and without the equivalent return of attention, of interaction from them. That's chasing. I'm a huge proponent of communicating and someone who is trying to stop people from chasing. When I say invest in who invests in you, it's not about always waiting for someone else to make the first move. Investing a little bit so that someone knows where you stand, so that someone knows that you like them, so that someone knows you're open to a date, so that someone knows that you'd like to see them for a second date, so that someone knows that you find them attractive, sexy, appealing as a human being, that's brave, that's vulnerable, that's courageous. Chasing someone is a sign of low self-worth, losing our own self-respect, and having put someone on a pedestal. And I say put someone on a pedestal because how can someone be so great that you continue to chase them when they're not giving you that back? No one can be that great because someone who's great for a relationship with you doesn't just come in the form of someone who's got great qualities. It comes in the form of someone who represents a great energy in your life, represents a great investment in you as a human being. You can't have one without the other. You can't have someone who's great for a relationship but doesn't invest. So chasing is chasing someone who you admire, who you think is great, but someone who ultimately is not actually investing in building something with you. Amen. This just reminds me of like when you talk the rules and it's basically setting the man or the other person up to chase you for like the rest of their life. Yeah, I was thinking that during actually most of this video is that it mm -hmm. is, this is very anti-rules, which yes. I like. Mm -hmm. And I think it, also really accurately says that a good relationship is a two-way street yes you know like i'm sorry but like i was gonna say if a guy kept chasing me if i was doing the rules that strictly or like when i talked to men about those rules 
everyone's just like, well, at a certain point, it's on that person. Yeah. It's not on you that's not giving to them. It's on them of being dumb of like, you're going to keep going after this. Like, let that go. Yeah. And I like how he said that it is really this just like, I don't think he used the word desperation. I don't remember exactly what he he said. It's low self-esteem. Low self-esteem. Yeah. So it's just someone who... I don't know. I just, when that happens, I just kind of feel like a sitting duck, honestly, mm-hmm. of like, all right, so I just looked easy to you, like, because you felt like you could get me. Yeah. And it, clearly other people shut you down, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, it just, I, I don't, yeah, there's something almost not flattering to it to a point. Yeah. Or it's like, uh, actually, I think about when we talked to Hannah Burner and she talked about with uh, when she first started dating Des, how she was like, oh, I put up something that like alluded to me, baby, hanging with some other guy. And he just immediately was like, Hey, are you putting this up to like try to make me jealous? Do X, Y, Z. He was like, I'm not going to play this game. Yeah. He's like, I'm into you. I like you. I want to keep seeing you. If you want to run around with a hundred people, fine, go do that. But I'm not going to be here. And I'm like, that's a very, like, I'm not going to chase you forever. Yeah. And I think what's really important about that situation is that he actually like outlined his feelings to her. Yeah. And didn't just gaslight her because I've had the opposite and it can be a little confusing of like I had a dating tweet that I was just trying to get like picked up and a guy that I was talking to responded to it just to like let me know that he saw it was really just thinking it was like and I was like does this upset you Mm -hmm. like because if it does we should have a conversation about this Mm -hmm. because that's what you do and he was like, no, I'm just surprised that you would, you know, post it knowing that I follow you. I was like, so do a lot of other people, dog. Like, yeah. come on. Like, what do you mean? Uh-huh. And so, like, he wouldn't admit that he was bothered by it. Exactly. That it's like, okay, then either you're not emotionally intelligent enough to have this conversation or you're just gaslighting me and trying to make me feel bad about something that I shouldn't be feeling badly about because we're mm-hmm. not in a relationship. Yeah. Or it's just, yeah, you can't have that conversation because it's like, all right, if you want to say something upsets you, you can't just be like, I'm upset. It's like, okay, well, why does this upset you? Yeah. So it's, that's something that's like, okay, if you're going to be upset, but not tell me why, then don't even tell me you're upset. Right. But I think that's a manipulative move of then getting me to add more and like apologize and come crawling back. And it's like, no, you don't owe someone that because they're not Mm -hmm. actually giving you something in that scenario. Oh, exactly. If someone's upset with you and they can't articulate why or talk to you about it and they just like ice you out or do some weird stuff. It's just like, no, that's just a weird manipulative game. And I'm like, be an adult. Tell me why you're mad. Right. And let's get through this. Yeah. Use your words. Yeah. (laughs) Put a little work in. But yeah, that's where, that's why I agree of like the communication part is like, just like telling someone you like them is actually like a very confident thing to do. It is. And I think something that I need to get better about and liking them and the compliments he gave, I thought were really good. I am so bad about actually being able to do that when I like someone and I Mm. don't know why. And I feel like it comes out when I'm drunk and like I can be really nice. Okay. But then when I'm just like with someone that I like, like I'll get really shy and it's hard to say. Yeah. It's hard to be the first one to say it. Right. Very much. And I don't know why compliments are so hard because I'm like, yeah, like I'm here because you look good. Like you you know that, right? I don't got to say it. But I do think it it is like a, a little investment that is an easy way not to go too much too fast and to like read their reaction. Mm-hmm. But I think when you're drinking and you start to give those compliments or like, I feel like I do it in bed more of just being like, you're so hot. Yeah. And then it's just like, does this really even mean anything? I mean, I would take that home with me. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. they said I was hot. Yeah. They said right. I was hot. Well, uh-huh. I don't care where it was, when it was, I'd be like, I'm hot. They said so. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> go back <laughs> they've got it like in a quote book yeah like, you're so fucking hot molly d'amelio i'd write it quotes. down I'd, yeah i'd write it down in my accomplishments yeah. i mean it's just interesting because like uh i mean every commu- every relationship is always like communication is key yeah so i feel like this is just another thing of communication or it's just like yeah that's that tends to be a secure relationship when both people are just like yeah we both openly expressed that we like the other person we're we're in this we're not seeing other people like whatever all those little things are it's like yeah that's not doing this chase game so it's like whether you're the one that's constantly chasing like continually chasing after mm-hmm. it's like hey it's clear that this person's not giving you that energy back or you're constantly the one that is trying to get them to chase you i'd say both are bad yeah both are equally bad where it's just like no don't do that do you think there's a way early on to 
like effectively communicate to someone that you need them to chase you a little bit more or you feel like things are one-sided interesting because there are times where it's like this is just a tough read i do feel like there's something going on here do i just need to like slow it down way more in my head or do i need to tell this person that essentially they're not meeting my love languages or they're not um communicating to me the way that i need to be communicated with uh my first thing is i would say how long have you been dating maybe not dating what if it's just like initial gone out like a couple of times i mean i'm just i've just point blank been like i gotta be honest i don't feel like you like me Mm. i think that's just a very honest thing to say i'm just like i I have a great time with you i'm into you but uh to be honest i don't feel like you really like me and that we're more than like friends it's like a very simple way to say that okay and it's basically like well you're gonna get an answer yeah because i don't yeah the idea of like trying to get them to chase you more is is, i think of manipulative things it's like the only examples that come into my head of the like oh do the instagram story that there's like just some guy's arm in it and it yeah. looks like oh i could be at dinner with some other guy yeah no 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 i don't mean like trying to get yeah. them to like you know come after you but of like communicating like i need you to to like chase after me a little bit or to you know like do a little more for me i mean i feel like you could point blank say that i would straight up be like i don't feel like you are into me that way okay i'm into you i don't feel like you're into me that way and like if that's the case like cool but yeah you know because i feel like that's where people and i have definitely done this before just tend to overinvest is because it's that yes. feeling of like okay well if i communicate more of just not i guess like not saying how you really feel of just mm-hmm. kind of dancing around it then they're gonna have to respond to me and it feels like things are growing and progressing and they're they're not yeah i mean i think your two options are say something about it or you pull back yeah and see if they come it. around because we've all been there we're like Maybe you don't even realize the other person feels that way of like, oh, there's no chase from you, right? Because it's like, oh, well, whenever they text me, I answer. They ask me right. to go out, I go out with them. But it's like, say you went on three dates with the guy, you're feeling him, and then all of a sudden you don't, you don't hear from him for a week. Yeah. You're like, wait, what the, where'd that, where'd that person go? Yeah. And it does like switch something in you that's like, oh, I should reach, I should reach out. Like, but it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, that could work, you know? And that's why I don't like like a lot of like super hard rules that are like never initiate till he's your boyfriend. Cause it's like, I've known many guy friends that have done that, that have been like, you know what? I never hear from her. And they go, I'm gonna pull back and see if I right. hear from her. And the fact that if you're a girl being stubborn, being like, well, I'm the, you know, the girl. So he needs to chase me. It's like, all right, well, you might've, you might've lost some good dudes. Like, yeah. Cause it's like, people are human. And they're sitting there being like, yeah, I don't feel like she likes me. She doesn't even send me a fucking meme every once in a while. Yeah. Like, or something, you know what I mean? Like yeah. even like a fucking Snapchat. That's just some random shit. Doesn't even have to be interesting. But she's right. like, oh, she thought to send this to me. Right. She, she made a touch point of like, oh, I haven't heard of that person in a minute. Or yeah. even just a like, Hey, was thinking about you. How's, you don't even say was thinking about you. Just like, hey, how's your day going? Like something fucking simple. Yeah. I like how you said, where did that touch points? Like, I think you do really need to get the touch points in yeah. for just to like let things build a little bit. Right. In today's world, that's how you tell someone likes you. Yeah. Because you hear from them in some way. Yes. There's so many different forms of communication yeah. that it gets very confusing. Yeah. Like I went on a day, second date about a week apart. And the fact that I didn't hear anything from that man till the morning of the date, you one do. message, I respond. I don't hear anything till I'm here at the date. Yeah, you I knew how that like, date was going to go. Well, I went into the date not in a great mood because I just was like, I don't think this guy is that intimate. Yeah, this is, now feels like a waste of my time. Yeah, like I was like, yeah. no, nah, I don't really want to go, but I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you can hear more about that on the Patreon. You want to join? Um, it's a good story. But it was just very like, wow, I got nothing. Like, it was just like, yeah, I don't, I don't feel wanted. Yeah, it's like, okay, who's your flavor of the week now? Kind of thing. it's like, maybe you're into someone more. I mean, mm. I didn't even think that. I just was like, this guy doesn't, just isn't that into me. Mm. Or I was like, all right, I'm going to roll into my work clothes, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am not re-showering and redoing my hair. Oh, absolutely not. No, not worth it. Go in with the wet hair, man. That's the move. Yeah. If you're not into it anymore, wet hair. But that, <laughs> I mean, I've done that even being into people, but I have a bad <laughs> habit of that. But, um, but you that also was, have good curly wet hair. 
I have decent. My hair can dry naturally. Yeah. All right, not bad. Yeah, um, this was Bella, who was the thickest hair in the world. Oh, I got. I was like, that hair. was a that was a fucking mop. Also, that she just, walked in with it's Bella. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's more. It's just Bella. Yeah. But, like yeah. Bella would Bella would never. I was like, like I've seen. Like, you when you the... told that story, I originally thought Bella. Then when you said wet hair, I said not Bella. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's what my brain said. <laughs> that's why it was like, oh no. <laughs> I was like, not her. I know yeah. her. When I read that text, my jaw dropped. Hilarious. Yeah. But that's, but basically I went into the date going, this person hasn't invested shit yeah. into getting to know me or communicating with me. So yeah, get your touch points in. Yeah. Do what you got to do. And uh, follow us on the Instagram because we got it back. Yeah. Shooters got to shoot pod. <laughs> We're driving again, baby. Yeah. <laughs> We're having a great time. We're at 26K. Thank you all for joining and listening. And uh, if you want to follow me, I'm at Sparica with two A's. And I'm at the Guaca underscore Molly. And we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.